In goes Stewart! They've only gone and done it! And with a quick turn, skipper Alex Dock slams it in. There's Lindergaard making Boris backpedal. Davis looking to help it into the path of Morris. He's found him via the deflection. It's Aaron Davis. He could win it. He probably has won it for Yeovil. Oh, and it's an opening goal. What a start. Madden, after just six minutes, gives Yeovil the lead. Stansfield, good turn away from Trott. Goal. Hello and welcome to the Glovers Cast, the only podcast dedicated to the top club in National League South, a club through to the next round of the Men's Somerset Premier Cup, and a club ready to face South End in the FA Cup fourth qualifying round tomorrow. It's me, Ian, joined by Mr. Ben Barrett. How are we feeling? You feeling all right? Feeling good. Feeling really good. Nice. And David Coates. Hi! Sorry, I thought one of us had to go high pitch because Ben went down, deliberately down a couple of other Deliberately. Days. Yeah. Deliberately. Yeah. He, he, he's like Emily Maitlis uh, when she did News Night. I don't there know. You go. There you go. Point. That's a news agent's reference. News there. agent's reference to anyone who knows anything about news agents, not the people who sell you the paper around the corner. That's another anyone podcast. Going, going, I've, I've no idea. There's no. other podcasts that aren't about Yeovil Town, actually. Yeah. I listened to one tonight, but it did have many Yeovil references in it. Did you? On your recommendation, Ian. Ah. Reminding Mondial. you why you love football by Mondial Magazine with, and I have to call him this because they call him it every week, Sebastian Dennis White, Mondial co- co-founder, I think it is. So, um, yeah. so yeah. yeah. If you haven't if you haven't subscribed to that, this isn't a plug, but it is a plug. Listen to it. Uh, subscribe to it because it is very good. Uh, and they, they, they talk to you, particularly if you're about my age, <clears throat> 43. Um, and uh, you, and there's all, yeah, and there's all these players that you've completely forgotten about. Like like the, the, the latest um, edition, they talk about a South African midfielder called Dr. Kumalo. Now, that is a brilliant name, isn't it? That name has just got titles written all over it, literally. So, but yeah, anyway, enough of the plugs. Yeah, the Joe, he did talk about... Seb talks about the uh, the pitch invasion after the the Sheffield win United. against Sheffield United. Um, yeah, very on Ed Upson day. Yeah, we were well, there. We were there. I mean, Dave was there with grazes all down his shin, so we've heard plenty of times. Uh, listen, I haven't. I, I wasn't going to mention it, and I haven't mentioned it for a long time. But now you yeah. brought it up, I do still have the scar. Yeah. Yeah. Good brother. Good. Good. Never, never mind. Don't know about anyone um, else. Um, I've got a bit of a temperature. I think I've got FA Cup fever, lads. Oh my word! Not yeah. uh, not my 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 Corona. Nope, <laughs> FA Cup fever, baby. <laughs> okay, Good. FA have Cup you... fever, baby. <laughs> have you got Somerset Men's Premier Cup fever as well? That's oh, just that's just that's just worn off me. Just yeah. worn off. Just worn off. I was really feeling that Tuesday night. Yeah, but uh, you know Wednesday recovered. Felt it a little bit when the draw was made, but you know, Thursday, full into FA Cup fever. You know, I think I, I must have had a fever watching that cup tie because I swear there was a giant red dragon stood there during the uh, during the draw. Did I make that? Up? No. Did they do uh, it on PowerPoint? 
did it on YouTube. <laughs> no, I mean possibly. Like, oh, yeah. possibly. Oh, right. Yeah, but like, like I don't know if I don't know if somebody was reacting to the ball and then furiously typing. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Don't know, but as we all know, good footballers react to the ball, Liam. We do. We do know yeah. that. We do yeah. know that. I, I, I do. I do wonder who, who got the, the email. Can you come and help us with the cup draw? Yeah, I'll come <laughs> help you with the cup draw. By the way, you're in the dragon outfit. Yeah, put this on. Yeah. <laughs> who, who do you think? Am it I was? doing home or away? Am I doing the home or away draw? No, no. You're in the dragon. If you had to, if you had to, if you had to guess a celebrity footballer or a former Overtown one, whichever you choose, uh, who would it be that was in the dragon? Uh, Williams. It, yeah, it would have been a Welshman. Would it? Uh, yeah. I was going to say Dion Dublin, but no reason. I don't know why I said Dion Dublin, but I just thought it would. Dion Dublin. There you go. Yeah. Stay away up to the dragon lair. <laughs> anyway, uh, I don't know where we've gone with this, to be honest with you, but it's, uh, it's certainly not getting to talk about the cup. I'm trying to talk Sorry. about the cup. Sorry, right. Get us back on track, Ingo. Um, Good goal from Benjani, wasn't it? That's a he great kick. Yeah. A great free kick. And uh, a long penalty shootout as well. Mm. I, I listened. Did you listen? I, no, I didn't. I wanted to listen, but I couldn't, unfortunately. We should give a shout out to Tom Bailey, who braved the conditions to broadcast Was he by himself? solo. Yeah, broadcast was, yeah. solo from Keenjum for Three Valleys Radio. Well done, yeah. Tom. Can yeah. I say he was sat at the back of that stand at Keenjum with the Keenjum captain's family sat next to him. And if he, 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 he kept saying... Oh well, he was doing the Kingston captain, and what a lovely, what a lovely group of people they were next to. I think he was rude. He was going to get like a, you know, he's going to get a bunch of fives if he said anything wrong. But he described the Kingston captain's penalty as a classy penalty, classy penalty. That, but it was very difficult to figure out what was going on because Tom was um was so calm in everything that he said, and there was yeah, I think a two hundred and well, in fact Tim uh, Tim Lancaster who obviously was there because he's um. Uh, he's a he's a ground hopper extraordinaire. Told me there was two hundred and nine people there, which I don't know. Western League Division One, I think they are. That's probably a decent crowd, isn't it? But um, he um, yeah, there wasn't there wasn't a huge amount of atmosphere there as you would as you would imagine. But yeah, and Ian Ian called it right, didn't he? All the kids were. Out. were. Were we surprised by the lineup? Well, I, I was, and I stand I, by what I said on the last pod. That I still think you'd have been better off having ninety minutes inside Zach Bell's legs, and Sonny's legs, and maybe even Will Buse's legs. I, I stand yeah. by what I said, but credit where credit's due, they got through and did what was needed. And I hope I hope there's more highlights because I like seeing long penalty shootouts. Mm. That was a long penalty shootout. Yeah, <laughs> that was definitely. Keepers was taking definitely... penalties means you've got a long penalty shootout. Yeah. So. Yeah. Can I just say, Tom did do a fantastic job, although my favourite part of his entire commentary was when he called Salomon Padmore, Warren Padmore. <laughs> that was brilliant. And I went, yes, go on! Because every time I see him in the lineup, for, uh, I think, oh, I wonder if it's Padmore. <laughs> but it's not. No, definitely not. Nice. Good work. Good work, Tom. And well done, Matt Percival. Percival, yeah. back, on the, back on the pitch. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So do you think, how am I going to phrase this? I'm going to have to think carefully, otherwise I'll get all banned again, won't I? Do you think that team is our team for playing on surfaces which are not grass? 
Um, you mean in in the SMPC? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I just think yeah, yeah. I guess it's going to be that. They've got a great record. They've got a better record than any other Yeovil Town team on a surface that is not grass. <laughs> they got they got at least a point out of that. If that's a league game. Exactly. I've, done, I've stunned so, him into silence. I'm not genuinely <laughs> saying that we should play all the under 18s <laughs> when we go to Worthing. Don't worry, that's not what I'm saying. But so um, I guess the question is, what surface do Cleveland have? Oh, that's a good point. A I mean, that's a, that 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 is a ground that's been around a while. You you carry on. I'll Google. Okay. Okay. Um, what should we carry on with, Ben? I've no idea, mate. What do you <laughs> want to carry on with? We've kind of covered the kids doing doing the win. Dragon covered. Picked my pink shirt up today. Uh, oh, did this you? Week. Yeah, I picked up my uh, my um, charity shirt. I'm hopeful that the sizes uh, suitable for the chubby funst- funsters among us will be available and in the country sooner rather than later. But did you just call yourself a chubby funkster? Yep. Did you? Okay. Fair enough. Um, grass <laughs> pitch. Grass pitch at the Everyone Active Stadium. Grass pitch. Ooh. Ooh. Everyone active. Everyone is active, even the chubby funksters. Yes. <laughs> so hopefully they'll um, arrive in the country soon, and I can have it in the air. I'm just gonna have to go for the old palm of Ireland instead for now. Yeah, yeah. Have you um watched in the, the country? Beat? Where do they come from? I don't know. That's what the email said. They are right. taking their time arriving in the country. Oh wow! Right. Okay. All right. Scotland assumes Italy from era. Mm. Bellissimo. Very good. Very good. Go on. Have we seen what? Have you seen uh, the cider cup posted today? I mean, it's a long video. Yeah, so, it's golf as well. Yeah, yeah. About two minutes of golf is enough for me. And even yeah. then, it's too much, really. Yeah. Sorry Go on. You can have to tell me what is the cider cup. I think I've missed this. What have I, what have I missed? Uh, Josh Daunton and Sonny Blulow Everton have played a round of golf against Will Buse. And I think it's one of the sports sciencey conditioning chaps on the oh, staff. Um, I thought you were going to say Jamie Sendles White, and that would seem unfair. I think, given that he is obviously a a decent golfer. No, there's um, a lot of giving it the big one, and um, I think uh, Josh Daunton and Sonny Blue Everton were unbeaten up until they went against. Did they lose? They lost on yeah. The cameras put them off. I think. Spoiler alert! But um, after uh, you know, just 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 Daunton's, uh always uh, takes a, takes a Mickey out of Will Buse, doesn't he? So that is that is revenge time. That is all. That's biting. quite hammering, to be fair, as well. Really, six one. Oh, I mean, I don't know anything about golf, but that doesn't sound uh, yeah. good. How how is that a golf score? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. <laughs> six to saw... one on I the fourth ball first... threesome. I watched the first minute and then watched the last minute. I see. Right. Right. Okay, and it finished six one. Right. Okay. So those were the two minutes you watched. Yeah. <laughs> like like everybody watches the Grand Prix. Everyone watches the start to see if anyone crashes, and uh, everyone watches the finish to see who's won. <laughs> no one cares about the other nine and a half hours that come in between. Sorry, <laughs> F one fans, but cool. We're going after the the individual sports today, aren't we? <laughs> we are, aren't we? Yeah. yeah. I don't know about anyone else, but I'm really hating this rugby union World Cup. Is it still going on? Yeah, so long in it. Get on with it, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Are England still in it? I have no idea. Oh, okay. Yeah, they are. Are oh, they? Good. Yeah. Still, cricket's good. He's still playing cricket. It's bloody October. 
Yeah, cricket in India now, mate. It's in India. It's the World Cup. Yeah. South End. South End, yeah. That's not in India. Nope. And they're not playing cricket there either. Spoiler Uh, alert. What do we think then? Because I think we're going to (laughs) win. There you go. (laughs) He laid that one out straight away, isn't he? Of course you do. Yeah. (laughs) I think we're going to win. Well, based on the team news that's coming out of South End and how they've got 12 players, 12 fit players. Um, Yes. So uh, Brooklyn Cabongolo and Mauro Villette are both cup-tied. I think it's because they're dual registration. Uh, Noor Hussain is away on international duty with Afghanistan. Uh, Louis Lomas and once of this parish, Nathan Ralph, are both definitely out. And Dan Mooney hasn't yet returned from a thigh injury. Callum Powell is out, and they've got two goalkeepers missing. David Martin and Colin Adeng and Dai, who, of course, was the chap that scuppered Alex Fisher's season last year. Scuppered. <laughs> so um, so their, their line-up against Darren Sars Wokins, they have to be called on uh, last Saturday, was N. Hayes. He sounds like he might still be available. He well, he is a he should be available, but he's on loan from Ipswich, and talks are ongoing. Okay, G. Scott Maurice with a double S at the end. Uh, Think he's available. O. Yeah. Kensdale, Harry Taylor. Did you say he's out? Um, nope, no, he didn't. Okay, no. So there's a there's a uh, yeah, Harry Taylor, yeah, defender. Jason Dimitriou, uh, he's a he's a name I recognise. Jack Bridge, he's a name I recognise. Nor Hussein, he's out, isn't he, you said? He's on international duty. Yeah. Uh, I've got a Jack Wood here. Yeah. Fine. He could be, he could be available. Uh, <laughs> Steve Miley. That's not Miley Cyrus. Um, that, might, that would be Miley C. Kavanaugh Miley. Well, that's a spectacular name, isn't it? I think, I guess he's free. Cav, I imagine they call him. Um, Ococa. Not North or West. Um, <laughs> Oliver Coker. Uh, and Harry Cardwell. Now he is around, isn't he? And he's got um, he's got a few goals to his name. Knows, uh, knows where he is. Um, yeah. They also have striker Daniel Carnu, oh, yeah. but he is on loan from Charlton and might not be able to play because it's okay, just short-term yeah. loan. And Charlton may want him for the latter stages. Yeah, he played quite a few. Look, just looking at it, he's played a few games for Charlton this evening, including league games. Yeah. Scored in a two-one home defeat to Bristol Rovers. Or Joey Barton's Bristol Rovers, I think you have to call them. And he scored in a 3-2 um, home win against Port... Uh, sorry, 3-2 home defeat to Port Vale. So whenever he plays with Charlton and scores, he um, they lose. So, yeah, maybe we could do with him playing, scoring him, we can win. And then the final line is they are seeking clarification as to whether or not they can name any of the under-19 side on the bench. Um, you'll hear this on match day, but I spoke to Chris Phillips, South End Echo reporter, who is a semi-regular actually now by the time that matter time we've clashed with South End recently. Um, and he was saying that they've had trouble with the FA in terms of if they put an under 18 or an under 19 on the bench, um, it classes as a first team registration. And because the embargo is still on uh sort of embargo is still there for them, they can only have 16 first team registrations regardless. So they were they haven't been able to put any kids on the bench yet because they've had registration issues basically. So they only had four on the bench against um against Woking, 
Yeah, so and that's had... more than Bielke, Carney, and Cabongolo. Yeah, he's 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 out, Cabongolo. Brooklyn he, he and Mauro Villette. Have you got yep. a Mauro? So they they are both dual registration from lower division sides, right? Basically, and are cup tied because they both played in the first or second qualifying round. Right. Yeah, Mauro Villetti's played around a bit, didn't he? I think he was uh, was he Dagenham? Possibly, yeah. Yes, Mauro so. Alexandre da Silva Villetti, a Portuguese <laughs> player. There you go. It's back to the quiz again now, aren't I? But yeah, you, yeah, know, more, you know more about South End's names than your town's names. I, I, I do, <laughs> yeah, but only because I'm reading them on the um uh, on the Wikipedia. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think I think that adds an interesting dynamic to the game because I don't know. I I don't think does. we're favourites going into the game just because of you know South End being upper level and. They're playing well at the moment. You know, they're getting results. If they didn't have their deduction, they'd be a lot higher than they be in the playoffs are right now. Yeah. Um, so I don't think it's going to be a, a walk in the park, but if they've not got that depth to come on in the second half and, you know, we're flying. We're absolutely flying. So I think we'll go into it with a lot of confidence. But I think felt like Cooper was um, not trying to big us up too much ahead of this game. As is as is the norm, but still putting the pressure on Southend, given yeah. they're higher than us. Yeah, he was definitely talking about. He used the word underdogs once, didn't he? And he was saying uh, he did say he's put a little bit of pressure onto Southend um, <laughs> to, uh, to 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 win the game because yeah, they would be they would be in the playoffs if um, if it wasn't for the ten points they'd had uh, they'd had deducted. So. But yeah, I think um, as again as Mark Cooper said, I don't think the Hewis Parks looking lovely is going to uh, do much to Southend, is it? Although Rootsall isn't looking fantastic, um, they will have played at some uh, impressive stadiums in their season. I'm sure. Yeah, it's going to be fascinating to see how different things are compared to April when we played them. Um, yeah, in the well, league, and how yes. we just folded. Yeah. <laughs> Not, not, not least because their two goal scorers are playing for us now. Same. Well, yeah. Yeah. How much do you think that will have an impact upon the game, Messrs Murphy and Hyde? Uh, massive for me. Footballers have got that uncanny knack of wanting to, to get that one over. And I'm sure there's a lot of respect from Murphy and Hyde because they knew of what they know those South End players and what they've been through. But had it not been for the situation, I bet they'd have both been there. Or, or at least Murphy would have been there and Hyde would have been an option because I don't think he would have stayed at Wrexham. So I think they'll they'll both want to remember me. <laughs> yeah. This is what I can do. And I uh, think given the fact, I know Hyde's slightly, well, I, I say Hyde's slightly different. I always think of Jake Hyde as playing a lot of games for Southend, but I'm not sure he really did. Because um, I know he scored, a, he scored a few, isn't he? But I think Murphy... The um, start of, uh, not last season, the one before, had a brilliant start for him, didn't he? Um, and then obviously got injured against us, I think, mm-hmm. um, at, um, at, at Roots Hall. And then they never really saw him after that, did they? But um, yeah, you do just get the impression that he will want to show what he could have been at uh, if Southend, if things had gone uh, differently and, and 
show the same kind of form he did then. And let's be honest, then, and I can't imagine there's too many strikers in the country who are in better form than Reese Murphy at the moment. I can't think of too many that you could point to and say they're in better form than he is. No, I think Murphy. Will have, I think Murphy will have more of an impact on the game than Hyde will. Um, yeah, I wonder if he'll even. I wonder if he'll even get on the pitch this well, week, Hyde. If we've got Stevens back, we've got Cooper back. You know that squad's going to be a bit more padded out than it was last weekend, and it almost felt like we brought him on last week just to try and do something out. a little bit different up front and have someone with a bit of bite up there to try and get something out of the defence. So, yeah, I think one of them is definitely going to play a key part, and I think that will be Murphy. Okay. Ben Barrett, would you make any changes from the 3-1 home win against uh, Averley? I'd start Jake Hyde. Would you? Okay. I'd find a way of getting Jake Hyde in. I really would. I think feels like he's been bubbling under, waiting to explode. And I, I wonder if, depending on fitness and, and how everyone is, I, I don't know how it works quite, uh, quite but start Hyde. Bring Murphy on for a really cheesed off half hour. A really cheesed off half hour. Yeah. So what are you gonna are you gonna you're gonna uh drop drop Murphy then and have him and Frank up from? I, I don't know. Hmm? Maybe, yeah. Hmm. I think I think Frank's gotta play. I think you need that physicality with Frank. I think he needs to come off the striker, pick the ball up and run with it and move with it. Cause I don't think um don't think South End are gonna make the naive mistakes that Avery have made and others have made. No. I think they'll be well drilled defensively and you need someone that can unlock a defence with a a perfect pass or just to muscle someone off the ball and be a bit horrible for a bit. And I do wonder if, I wonder if because we're now the underdogs, we have to make it ugly for the first half. I don't think we're going to see many goals. Probably be a one goal game. Moment of brilliance. Capitalisation on an error. And I wonder, yeah. And that's that's where I think Nublé Jordan will... Young. Yeah, everyone's going to start Jordan Young. I mean, it's just impossible not to pick a team without him. So, um, he's obviously going to play. But I would. Would you bring? Think... Would you bring Stevens back in? Not from the start. Not from the start. Not okay. from the start. I, just because I don't think you can make too many changes. Um, but I think I think you need Young for the set piece delivery, and I think you need Newblay for the for the powerhouse aspect. And I just it's it's nothing more than a hunch about Hyde. That he's ready to really impact us. Nothing more than a hunch. Obviously, I've not seen any football, but just something that says, "Okay, he's ready now." He's had his, he's had his, but he's bided his time. Ian, would you bring Charlie Cooper back in? And if so, in place of whom? No, I think I'd keep it the same, and that's why okay. I don't think I'd start Stevens either, just because they've had injuries. And I think, you know, we're going to, I think we want to do more in the league than we do in the FA Cup. And Worthing the following week is going to be a difficult one. And I think you want to have them both fit and, you know, not force them back too soon ahead of that one. And also with Stevens, if we are talking about a bit of squad depth and if we are expecting a cagey game, it's nil-nil after 70 minutes and they're looking around on his bench. Kevin Mayer's going, I've got no one that can make a difference. And we've got Jordan Stevens that can make a difference. And we can call upon whether it's a Murphy or a Hyde, whether it's a Sonny. And you just think that might be where 
might be where we get our advantage is latter stages. Take it as deep as we can. 1-0, 83rd minute. Job done. So will those starts for the two of you? I'd play the same team. I think I'd play the same team as last week. Okay. So Ian's team is Joe well Day, they... Alex Whittle, Alex, uh, Jake Wannell, Morgan Williams, Michael Smith, Will Dawes, Matt Worthington, Josh Alwes, I said Gary Alwes then, Josh Alwes, um, Jordan Young, uh, Reese Murphy and Frank Newblay. That's your team. Yeah, they were just so good in that first half. I just think to change it, and I know it's a different level of opposition and a different level of team, but if everything clicks like it did last Saturday, um, don't see why we couldn't go and score a couple. Will Dawes did um, go off with a little bit of, uh, well, fatigue might be uh, the best yeah, way to put it, it after more, being out yeah, for so long. More fatigue than injury, and that's why I think you then bring on, you, you've got a natural replacement in Stevens to come on and get some minutes in his legs. Ahead of the well, Cooper game. for you, Ben. I think you've got to play Cooper. Yeah. I, I think, think you will for the experience. Yeah. I say. Yeah. I... Uh, maybe in place of ours, which I think would be very harsh on him. I do it in I do it in place of doors and have a more rigid three against better opposition. Have ours, Worthington and Cooper. That and is also then three, your front three is Young, Blay, Hyde. And Hyde. Oh, okay. All right. You are like really that, wanting to annoy Reese Murphy, aren't you? you I really know, want to... I, I, it's it's was... a little bit of it's a little bit of calling upon that that second rank of players at sixty minutes and thinking we've kept it tight, we've kept it tight, we've kept it tight. They're starting to feel it. You might bring Cooper off four doors. You might bring Hyde off four Murphy, and then you might bring Young off four Stevens, and suddenly you've got three huge, huge characters massive amounts of pace coming on to frighten a tired 12-man squad and i think that might be the tactic to go about it be a bit because this is the first time this season we've got this and we've got a proper opposition that are should be better than us we haven't faced a team that should be better than us yet at all. In, in, when I was writing up Mark Cooper's uh, pre-match press conference, I described it as Yeovil's biggest test of the season so far. Would you agree with that? Without question. Which is why I think, which is why I think we'll go rigid, go solid. I wouldn't be shocked to see Staunton come back in to the to the back line. I don't necessarily think I necessarily would because of how well that back line has been working when he's not been in there the last couple. But I wouldn't be shocked to bring him in for that now, so that know-how, and that's exactly why I bring Cooper back in. And then, and then if you're chasing a game, say you're one nil down and you can bring Cooper off for doors for Stevens, for whoever, you've got the option to go and have real impact substitutions. If you're ahead of the game, you can keep as you are or whatever it may be. But um, I think we're going to be looking for a long game here. I don't expect us to have that first half again like we had against Avery. I think we'll go about it very differently. You think we've got to start quick again, though, Ian? That's uh, we have had success um, when we have done that this season. Yeah, I think so. Mm. I think if you've got a noisy, noisy Thatcher stand, a noisy Hewish Park, the other the Screwfix stand is going to be open as well for this one. I think if you can get that noise surrounding the pitch, and who knows, they might turn us around like Avery did, and we, if we're attacking the home end in that first half like we did last weekend, I think. That's how we we get them. I think 
I do think there's something in that how the how the coin toss goes because in the second half when we've been shooting that way we've scored scored some goals as well. Um, yeah, I, I just want to repeat it last week really. I know I, I don't I don't say that thinking this is what's going to happen because clearly Southend are far superior to Avery, but if if we do play as we did, there's no reason why we can't. Yeah, we might not score three, or we might not have a load of chances that means it could have been six before half time. But I think if it clicks, we can unlock anyone. What's your view on Ben's uh, point on on Staunton if they start with Harry Cardwell? And at the risk of saying I'm some kind of South End aficionado, I'm really not. I'm just reading their uh, <laughs> their stats for the season. Harry Cardwell, top goal scorer, um, big, powerful. Maybe someone that you'd want someone like Jay Waddle, or maybe you're starting up against. Um, but Jack Bridge as well is a bit more lively and, and pacey. I would definitely want somebody like uh, Morgan Williams around to um, uh, to keep an eye on him, I would think. Would you bring Staunton back in for this one, Ian? I think I'd stick with it. I think I'd stick with Waddle and Williams. You've got Whittle on one side who's experienced. You've got Michael Smith on the other side who's experienced. Yeah. And Joe Day behind them, I think, you know, Williams Williams is young, but he's played a lot of football now. It's not the same Morgan Williams that started left wing back against Wrexham all those seasons ago. He's What a performance that was, though. <laughs> he's been around the block a bit since then and is, you know, Mr. Dependable, isn't he, at the back? And I think the way, again, not comparing Harry Cardwell to the, the big lad up top for Avely, but... In that second half, those two had a battle and, you know, had to compete physically with a, a big striker. And, they've, you know, Williams has got the pace as well to deal with anyone a little bit quicker. The boy Cardwell. Exactly. Well, we're going to find out, aren't we? And it's on a stream, I believe. Yeah, yeah. it's in Pot TV it's... or something, isn't it? Well, really weird. Have you been on? Have you been on the website? No, I haven't. No. Does it look like a scam? It, it everything looks just dodgy as you like. Right. 24-7, what is it? 24-7 sports TV. Okay, all right. I was going to have a look on Friday, on Saturday, even, um, to be honest with you. But, um, but yeah, do you think I can legitimately put my bank account details in there or are they going to... Honestly, yeah. I'm, I'm a little bit worried. Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> okay. They're, Ben's the partners gonna... of, they're the partners of the National League TV, though, aren't they? They are, but why does their website look like a four-year-old designed it? <laughs> right. Maybe they've scrambled it together just for this weekend before it goes into the first round proper. What's it called? 24-7 TV? 24-7.tv. Okay, yeah. Right. Oh, right. I know. I see what you're saying. And, and you can watch Gaelic football, I think that is. Is that GAA? Rowing? Oval racing? What the... F- in LA's oval racing. Is that like egg? Is that like egg and spoon or something? Isn't that the type Very of stuff Ben commentates when the football season's yeah, over? Yeah, chariots in for the <laughs> Timbuktu or whatever. Darts? Well, that's not a sport. School sports? So you can watch your kids' sports day on there. Grappling? That sounds like something that National League refs are never going to get the hang of. And rugby, I've never even heard of that, but I heard it goes on for a very long time. So You can watch London uh, 2012 on it. Can you really? Okay. <laughs> Is that the test video? No, the Olympics. Oh, no, that's me testing my video. Oh, okay. <laughs> Blimey. Yeah, that does. That Dave, does did you make this website? <laughs> <I> <laughs> to, 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 to be honest with you, to be honest with you, 
this is this is even this is beyond my um capability so i'm not going to knock it too much but uh, it does say yeah. bbc and itv on the top of it though ben yeah are we um, looking at the same thing here 24 7 so 247.tv slash live yeah i can't see bbc on there anyway. no it does if you don't have the live oh okay yeah, right yeah. i see great value great webcast and great tv Oh, yes, it does look budget, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. It? I put the life in. <laughs> yeah. It looks like the Somerset FA's. It does. There's going be... <laughs> to be... be commentary by Door a giant statue. red dragon, isn't there? Yeah. Yeah. Christ I'm... alive. I'm not, okay. I'm not feeling it. I'm not going to lie. Right. Well, get yourself get yourself a um a prepayment card, Ben, and put those details in instead if you're worried. Yeah. You know when you try to find a, a stream of a football match in a way that you're not necessarily allowed to? No, it I looks a lot like that. those websites. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Well. If there's a live chat on the right about what's going on during the game and it's just relentless people trolling one another, you're in the wrong place. Mm. <laughs> right. Okay. Well, I'm looking forward to uh, watching it on the stream, having uh, you know, uh, given given up my my entire salary for the uh, for the year. Just put it on a credit card and tell your credit card provider I've bought something on this website, but I'm not sure it's totally legit. And then yeah. they'll get the money back, and you'll still. Yeah. I don't have a credit card. I think I'm just gonna listen. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Right. Just gonna listen. All right. Well, um, the lawyers of twenty four seven dot TV, um, no relation to global twenty four seven. I'm sure. Jesus. Uh, are, uh, Jesus. <laughs> that's put the fear of God into Ben even more. Now. I'm definitely <laughs> now. Jesus, holy moly. Um, but yeah, we, we, we're not aware of any comparison between the two. But um, but yeah, if they are listening, then I'm sure it is uh, perfectly legitimate. I'm sure it is. I'm sure plenty of people have got perfectly reasonable um, experiences with them, but. I'd Not much sure. rather have Sheridan and Gary Hours in my ears. Thank you very much. There you go. Right. Oh, what a place to be. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so that's South End. What else have we got to talk about? We've talked about Clevedon, kind of. Talked about Kingship, kind of. Talked about South End, definitely. Questions? Questions. Almost a pro pilot. Back again. Oh, he Not, is. Not correcting me on how I pronounce this, but uh, Buna Sierra. What was the best penalty against Kingsham? We've not seen the penalties, have we? As, I, don't know, I think he's copied in Tom Bailey. I don't think he's replied. I know you've copied in Tom Bailey. I copied in Tom Bailey, yes, absolutely, yeah. i tell you what the best free kick was, Benjani Juniors. Yeah, that was the best free kick, absolutely. I didn't see or hear anything, but I think Lewis Williams's was. Yes, that's true. Yeah, yeah. I forgot he took one. Yeah, and a, I lot, a lot of goalkeepers sky their penalties and just try and leather it because they think they're taking a goal kick. They're not. They think they're taking a goal kick. Yeah. Um, and so <laughs> get this one yeah. into the wings. Exactly. Lewis Williams, well done. Best penalty. Haven't seen it. Haven't heard anything about it. Well done. Right. We have to. We have to rely on uh, on Tom to. Uh... To, to give us the answer on that one. So keep an eye out. Just a pro pilot. I'm sure he's much more than just a pro pilot, to be honest. He's, he's almost a pro pilot. Yeah, he's not, he's not even there yet. A pro pilot. Yeah. Okay. Not um, even. He also asks, will our run of wins end against South End? Nope. No. 1-0. 83rd minute. Murphy. Oh. Angry. Off the bench. 3-0. 3-0. 
first, second, and, and first, second, and third minute. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say what I said last time. I'm not bothered if he does. All about the league. Concentrate on the league. Uh, would you play the 18s tomorrow, Dave? I've already had this question. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe this is where I thought the question. No, I wouldn't. Uh, also says, I've heard from a friend that Staunton has arthritis in his knee and only has a season left in him. Someone will have to ask Josh Staunton this this question. Um, but is this a big worry or should we be okay? What well, we're worried for who? Yeah. More worry for Josh, surely. Yeah, it's a big worry for El Capitan. Yeah. And... Well, I don't know. I, I, I think from what we've seen of him this season and, and certainly what he said and what we've seen him put himself through in previous seasons, then yes, maybe there will be. I've, I've no, I've, no, I'm not a medical person, obviously, so I've got no uh, place to um, diagnose Josh Staunton. But when I've seen him moving, m- moving around, he, I mean, he's never been the um, the quickest person uh, in the world, is he? Um, but he, he's it's a bit, there's a touch of the, um, I remember I always go back to Graham Roberts when, when he played. He, he could barely run. Um, he didn't have any kind of pace about him. But what he did, he did very well. And what Josh Daunton does, he does very well, which is uh, you know, winning his head is getting the tackles in, being in the, in, in, in the right place. Personally, I would still say that Jake Warner and Morgan Willis would be my first choice um, centre-half pairing. But... I, I think we should use Josh Daunton as uh, sparingly or otherwise as, as, as we can and then you know, use his uh, his leadership skills um, when when he's not on the pitch. Yeah, exactly. And and you come back to that phrase of minute, minute managing, doesn't it? Where do we need Josh Daunton? Which games can we keep him out of so that he is available for XYZ games? And I don't think it's I don't think it's an accident that he was named as one of the um uh, support staff at Kingsham. Don't think that's an accident. He was on the bench. He was listed as on the bench, wasn't he? In amongst the coaches, um, he said he's you know helping out Mark Cooper when he's when we are on uh, surfaces that shall not be named. Things like that. It's not an accident. And if that's someone preparing for life beyond football, whether that be one year, two year, five years down the line, it's the way to do it. Okay, Dexter Tyson, bonjour. 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 Over the last 10 years, 10 years, okay, ten which years. two players would yeah. you say have been overrated and underrated that you have seen in a Yeovil shirt? Andy Kirk? Is that 10 years? Well, which one? That's not well, 10 years. Well, it's been more than one. Is no, 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 as in, is he over or under? Oh, I see. Oh, you're Andy right. Kirk, Andy Kirk played in like 2008, didn't he? Did he really? Christ yeah, like Christ. seven, eight. Russell Slade was the manager when Andy Kirk. Yeah, we, so we've got to go basically post championship, haven't we? Yeah, post championship. Um, Overrated, Ben Nugent. Yeah, I throw Arthur Worry in there as well. What about a whole worry? Yeah. I was quite well. 2008, you're right, Andy Kirk. Christ alive, right? Yeah, Russell Slade played him on the wing and he was like a ridiculous yeah. striker who knew exactly where the goal was. And he played I'll tell the... you who I'll go with for overrated. Otis Khan. Never got it. Never he got it. Mu- he had it. He, 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 did, he? Did, he? Uh, did he? Did he? I remember a game. Yeah, uh, he uh, did. Well, 
he did he had moments but they were only moments um when i remember a game we beat crawley five nil this was when darren way was uh was uh you know when we, when we got into the playoffs in league two and um and and he and tom eaves there you go that might be another overrated one um was uh they 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 tore crawley a new one i think we won five nil that day yeah, yeah. I, I, I thought I was just calm. I thought he was all right. He he was playing in a crap team where he had to do everything, and he was the only player who who could do anything. Yeah, when he picked the ball up and ran with it, um, I think he gets a little bit of a bad rep for that whole thing that happened before the Man United game. That yeah, that's where probably he got the red card going after the ref, and he was a bit of an idiot, and then didn't get to play against the team that he supported and all of that. Yeah, that's probably fair. Um, okay, underrated. I always liked Arthur Krijak. And I thought he got a rough time in goal. Craig McCann has just thrown his phone or whatever he's listening in out the window, I think. <laughs> Glover glue. Uh, Charlie Cooper. Uh, do you know what? Uh, him, him, Charlie Lee and Del Gorman. Mm. Three players who I don't think we ever really gave Appreciate. give the amount of credit to. And I was as guilty as, as anything on the first two. Which is why I'm not going to let it die about Cooper, because I was as guilty as underrating um, Charlie Lee in that DM role and 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 Dale Gorman that followed. But God, it's vital. So yeah, all three of those names are probably on the list. It's all those long ranges for Dale Gorman, wasn't it? Yeah, they were. That's, that's what did it. <laughs> they, Every they were time. Yeah. Where does where does Albie Skendy fit on this um on this spectrum? Probably awkwardly. <laughs> That's, yeah. Just somehow he's awkwardly both. on the spectrum. Yeah. Somehow he's both. Yes. Yes. Somehow he's wildly overrated, but actually I don't ever think we really appreciated him enough, and I don't know how it's both. Who's underrated for you, Ian? Um, I take. Take Del Gorman, but I always quite liked Del Gorman and thought he was that player that as soon as he was out of the team, it's like a massive hole. Um, oh, I don't know. It's difficult to underrate anyone who's been in a pretty crap 10 years, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, had some low knees that you kind of see afterwards and go, oh, they're, they're, maybe they're right. I always think about, I see Stephen Kinsley's name pop up quite a lot up in Scotland and you go, he was all right, wasn't he? Actually, he was okay. Like, we know Connor Roberts is good. But actually, Stephen Kinsey around that same time, Josh Sheehan, just keeps making Wales squads. And you kind of go, oh, yeah, yeah, they probably were quite good. Yeah. Yeah, Josh Sheehan's probably a good one, yeah. 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 Overrated. Do you remember Geordie Hawula? Yes. Was awful, wasn't he? Yeah. But then yeah. he was. he's also one of those who left us and then scored. He went on loan somewhere after us, and I remember he scored quite a few goals, wherever it was, and he thought, how did he do that? He was terrible. Anyway. James Bailey could be in the overrated oh, yeah. pile, couldn't yeah. he? Right. He, he got the he got the captaincy underway, didn't he? Ooh. Yeah. Christ alive, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's probably enough in it. Yeah, yeah, that's enough. Hard to think of anyone underrated. I think I'm struggling with an underrated pair. I'll throw Kiefer Moore in. He was underrated when we had him. He, we had him in the last ten years, didn't we? <laughs> Correct. Right. Careful, Ben. You might headbutt the desk if you nod anymore. Um, right, James Drew. Do you think the squad is a Michael Doyle type figure in midfield? I think it needs 
a Michael Doyle type figure in midfield to be the complete team. Who's Michael Doyle? I can't Michael Doyle it. played for um, Notts County, and I think he was at Coventry. And he was one of those, like, uh, I think he, he must have been in his late 30s when he was playing for him, and maybe even got to about 40. But he was sort of one of those nasty kind of midfielders who would kick you up in the air and, um, yeah, sort of captain material. Ugh, I hated him. He was yeah. uh, captain of Sheffield United, wasn't he? 13. Was he okay? Yeah, no. I don't, think, I don't know. I don't think we're far off the complete team. I don't. Yeah. I don't. I don't even know if we need. I don't. I don't know what else. I think all we could do is, you know, before when we said all we could do with a pacey centre back, and now we've moved yeah. Morgan Williams there, or we need some cover at right back. Oh, now we've got Michael Smith. Or we could do with some experience in goal. We've got that. Dawes me- is back. Stevens back with pace. There's. Yeah, I. The only thing that that, that worries me is if Whittle goes down for six weeks gets a proper two-month hammy, don't feel like we've got a proper left-back to yeah. come in. Yeah. Le- yeah the, a left-back of a four. If we were to switch to a five and go wing-backs, we probably have got people who can do it. But I wouldn't want to go into two months of a flat-back four without Whittle. Agreed. But Michael I, Smith I, player? Maybe. And maybe Zach Bell could do it. But, um, yeah. but I think what we've seen from Whittle... He's like, he's very left-footed, gets around the outside and makes things happen. We yeah. don't want to be shoehorning in Morgan Williams and or Michael Smith there to then have them cutting back on their right and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, but back to the question, I don't want Michael Doyle-esque. Don't need it. No. We've got Charlie Cooper. He can be Michael Doyle. He can do that if he has to. Ooh, right. A uh, question from Sunday Uplands. Maj Chos. Maj Chos. Which is Klingon. Gesundheit. Uh, a win against Southend on Saturday or a win against Worthing the following Saturday? Oh, Worthing. Worthing. All day long. Worthing. Yeah, it's got to be. Uh, Debs Curtis says, will Podcast 300 be the live one? Hashtag Glover's Cast Live. Ben is rolling his eyes, his head. He's just rolling. He's just rolling. <laughs> rolling on the river. How many weeks? How many weeks? Are we, what, what are we today? I think it's Wait. around Christmas time, you know. Oh. It's Christmas time. We'll do it from the North Pole. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I want I want Ben sat on Santa's knee, uh, welcoming, welcoming everybody there. Would we get an audience for that? Ben on Santa's knee at the North Pole. Talking about, yeah, we're down football club. I reckon you get an audience for that. I'd pay to watch it. Yo ho ho. <laughs> Very good. Thank uh, you. Clyde, Clyde Best, evening all. Good evening. evening. If we achieve promotion to the National League, when? At, this is at, what we'll sing. And kept exactly the same squad, no additions, slash, no departures, what position do you think we'd attain? That's a great question. That's a great question. So, sorry, read the last bit to me again. Did you say no? No additions no and no departures. So this exact okay. squad, if we'd won promotion next season, where would we finish? Mid. I'd say lower oh. mid. Oh, I was going to go higher mid. No, I was debating I... whether or not to go single figures. <laughs> I'm going to go 10. 
I'm going to say, I'm going to say 15th. I think I'm going to go 12th. I think mid, I think we'd be a very middling team. You don't know who's coming down and what you've got there. Um, Yeah. Plus, you know, another season, the legs of Murphy, Hyde and Nublay, will they be as effective following season? Good question though. Uh, also, what number will be higher this season? Combined red cards for Cooper slash Worthy or incorrect scorer announcement by the PA system? To be wow. fair, I'm, I'm, I am convinced that Ian is uh, is doing this to rile people up to score goals. And, and I'm here for that, I have to say. Yeah. 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 If he could miss, um, if, if J Card does score, which obviously we all hope he does on Saturday, if he could, if he could miss uh, name him, then I think that would really get to him because I think last time it did get to him, didn't it? So, um, yeah, hopefully fire him up for another for another two. Yeah, it's gone well since then. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Hugh Issue, it being that anniversary, he's posted a picture of Badger. So it's the, the anniversary of Badger's passing. What's your favourite Badger story? Other than the one about Hugh bringing him to every uh, every uh, ground that he goes to. So my, uh, it's not really a badger story particularly, but I, but every time I kind of think of myself when I talk to people who are younger than me, which is most people, um, except for most people that I live with, but certainly um, live in the same town as I should say, which is like a retirement town. Um, when I speak to a lot of people, I find myself thinking like badger. Because when I was young, when I was younger, he was the older supporter who I always used to talk to, and he always spoke. And I'm not saying I speak a lot of sense, but he he was always very balanced about everything that that he said. He never he really didn't get high with the highs and low with the lows. Um, so there was a lot of things he could have got low with, and a lot of things he could have got very high with, and he and he and he never did. And I don't feel like I get quite as carried away with things as I used to, particularly when I was younger, but. I always remember whenever I was losing my head um, with about something that probably wasn't that important because we were in the football league at the time, he'd always just say to me, go full dad's army. We're all doomed. Everything was doomed. And he just sent me this message. He said doomed with about six O's in it as well. The amount of times that I've nearly sent that to Elliot Watts when he's um, lost his head about something, that that would be my um, my badger memory, I think, of him. Going, uh, I can't even remember what character in Dad's Army it was that said that, but uh, whoever it was, it would be him. It's weird with Badger because I'm not sure I ever properly met him, like properly, properly. I knew of him and we said hello and all the rest of it, but I'm not sure I ever did. And yet somehow I just appreciate how important he and his team at Ciderspace was. And you hope more than anything that as we hopefully start our sent back up the divisions and new fans come along that that never gets lost in whatever way it is badges bar cider space the areas that are named after him and with him in mind may help with that um that's mine really like i said i never really never really met met him an awful lot um but always had a huge amount of respect for the words that he wrote or the words that he said because like you say dave he was very much a balanced um person that that everyone looked up to that supported the over one he's still very much missed isn't he because of what he brought and the level of detail he went to and the fact that 
I go out of my way to find out these details about red cards is because he always used to side stories always used to have FA confirm whatever suspension. And it was because he knew the website that worked and he knew how to find these details and which matches they would miss and who they'd be available for and when they, you know, that level of detail. That's exactly why I do the red card and the suspensions thing because of the fact that he did that word for word. To most people, it doesn't matter. I get it. What, what a lot of people might not know about Badger is, yeah, they're really like decent job and a very good job um, and I remember it took up an awful lot of his time as well but the hours that he put in I mean I swear that man did not sleep some 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 days the amount of hours he put he put in you speak to Hugh or um uh anybody who was involved in side space at the time they'll tell you the amount of things that he did um were unbelievable just listening to John Fry rant at him on the phone for literally hours I imagine probably took up quite a lot of his time I'd have thought but yeah he was uh it was yeah something something else yeah I'm similar to you Ben I don't really have a story but just the like the sort of the way he spoke to like everyone you know like whether it be on social media or just you know there was always a, a reply there was always time to talk to someone about the football club or if I remember when the I think it was when the first takeover was being talked about for in between Kuhig and Priestnell. And there was so much rumor and stuff going on, on um, Twitter. And yeah, he just, he dropped me a, a message and said, like, basically said what he thought was going on. And it's all a bit murky and all this sort of stuff. And yeah, just the way he had time for people. And I think the fact that from being at secondary school and learning about Gary Johnson leaving in an IT lesson um, because it was all over cider space and that was the place to go at, for everything ahead of anything is sort of, yeah, that's, um, yeah, that's my sort of story of a, a byproduct of what Badger used to do is and yeah. Hugh and everyone else who put together that amazing website. In a world before social media, he was the Oval Town. He was the Oval Town hashtag, wasn't he? In a world yeah. before there was a Oval Town hashtag. Yeah, with so, the forum and everything like that. Just, yeah. yeah. Oh, God. I mean, Ben Ben will probably run out of the room if we mention the forum. But um, uh, not doing it. Not doing it. <laughs> um, but, yeah, the, the, the way he patiently told people, stop being a wanker on uh on the forum was yeah unbelievable he had such a good sense of humor as well and i mean uh hugh hugh uh he's very <laughs> very very to the point with with his sense of humor but the way that he puts it across is is, is hilarious and badger badger had that in 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 spade as well and um i don't know if you guys remember john morgan taff do you remember taff from the cider space um well forums, i remember reading like his blogs yeah mm. Yeah, Taft, that's right. Yeah, like, uh, Taft's, uh, the, the, uh, what were they called? Taft's blogs, Taft's, were they? Taft's Glover's blogs. Taft's Glover's blog. Right, there you go. So, um, yeah, he, uh, yeah, he had a great sense of humour as well. So, yeah, they were. What a man. What a man. There is another question on Facebook. Oh, I was going to say there is one on Facebook, yeah. Yeah, from uh, Stuart Barnes. Uh do you Former think... Glover's cast uh, quiz contestant, Stuart Barnes. Do you think Michael Smith has taken one of the biggest falls of leagues in one season by a footballer? 
playing against Fiorentina last season to Avely this. I also think Michael would fit into nearly every Yeovil 11 since 2004. Big call. Big call. How old would he have been in 2004? What? That's a good point, actually, yeah. He's still taking on a Mike Quiz and Alcox and... Plenty of good people down that right-hand side. Connor Robertses and things like that. Luke Aylings. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Maybe not all of them, but he, he, he'd have he's certainly got into plenty in the more recent years, shall we say. Yeah, um, and I think he probably has had a, one of the biggest falls in terms of, um, yeah, when you yeah. put it like that, playing Fiorentina last season and now made his debut against AFC Stoneham in the FA Cup. Yeah. Second if I make round it... Or whatever it was. A, a, a comment about uh, the level of Scottish football. I can hear Elliot watch his eyes rolling. So um, I we're not making I a comment about Scottish football. No, it's no. I, I said, I said, if I did, then oh, okay. um, I would. Do you think you might? Be, do you think you might be in between the lines making a comment <laughs> about Maybe. Scottish football? Then? Hey, can I ask a stupid question? You always do. Okay, <laughs> harsh but fair. <laughs> um, you know when people talk about they played between the lines. When it, yeah. it's like, a, what does that team mean? Does that mean the lines on the outside of the pitch? Oh dear! Or are you no, talking so... about the lines of the penalty area? Oh, oh dear! The line, the lines, the lines aren't real, Dave. Yeah, the lines. Oh, aren't real. right. These are it's these like are fake the lines ones. of like how the teams lined up, and imagine you've got like a back four, and then a, say you've got four four two. Okay, so the lines those... go horizontally across the pitch. Well, it it depends on the. It formations, depends. yeah. Okay, so say you play four four two. There's a line across the defence. There's a line across the midfield. There's a line across the striker. Yeah. yeah. So when you say play between the lines, so when you, like um, you mean like between uh, linking up the linking up positions. That's what you mean. Say when Charlie Cooper plays a ball and it goes in between the centre backs, uh, or in between the centre midfielders, and then also between the right back and the centre back, and the left winger runs onto it. He's okay. Played a, he's played a ball between the lines. Between the lines. And it's gone through to whoever, yeah. There you go. That's a that is a that that is my uh what do you call it? My amnesty of of footballing idiocy. I've never <laughs> uh, I've never understood what that meant and I've always been too afraid to ask it. And now I've asked it in front of I don't know how many people are going to listen to this, but I've um, asked it in front of thousands of people. Um so yeah. It's a safe space here, Dave. To say yeah, it's not though, is it? Do, do you know what the corridor of uncertainty is? Is it this is a Mark Lawrenceanism, isn't it? That wasn't the question. No, go on, tell me what is the corridor of uncertainty? Well, it's the it's the corridor in which the ball is played between goalkeeper and defence, where okay. the goalkeeper doesn't know whether or not to come out and get it, and the defence don't know whether or not to go back and defend it. So there is a split second of hesitation. And the striker can just go. This is why I would never be a co-commentator. You could, do you not know, put it in the mixer, is? Oh yeah, I know what that there is. There you go. Yeah. And you could be I've a said, co-commentator. No, I've said that. Okay. Can I ask you another question? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, having listened to Mark Cooper's press conference, um, have you listened to it, the two of you? Yes, I have. Okay. Yeah. Which flightless bird would you like to be described as if your phone went off in a press conference? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm. I, I personally would go for the penguin, but I penguin. Okay. Yeah. Any particular kind of penguin? Are you a rock hopper man, or are you more um, of emperor. a um, 
emperor. Okay, yeah. the king, king, king of the penguins, really, or the emperor of the penguins, you could say. Quite right, yeah. Yeah. Ian? I'll go for a turkey. A turkey, very flightless. Yeah. Okay, yeah, thanks yeah. for that. Right. And I'd vote for Christmas as well. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, everyone would vote for Christmas, wouldn't they? It's coming. It's coming around the live show. I mean, um, around the 300th show. Is 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 this with the reference to the ostrich thing? This is a reference to the ostrich. Yeah. Where, so um, yeah. Nigel Pearson called a journalist an ostrich because yeah. he said his head was in the sand after yeah. his went off. You are an ostrich, he said. Yeah. If you yeah. have to ask me that question, then you, you don't know what you're talking about. Your head is in the sand. You are an ostrich. Yeah. I remember that one. Was he a Leicester at the time, I think? Wasn't yeah, he? it was. He was yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't listen to a huge amount of BBC Radio Bristol. Uh, but Nigel Pearson has never struck me as the, a very nice man to interview, I don't think. He's the kind of person you could upset very easily, I think. BBC Bristol don't have it easy, do they? Pearson Joey Barton. Barton. <laughs> yeah, Mark Cooper must seem like a dream in comparison, <laughs> wasn't he? I'd have, uh, I'd have thought. Don't yeah. have it easy up there, do they, uh, do they Bristolians? Yeah. Russell Slade was a bit like, was a bit of the, had a bit of Nigel Pearson about him. Very easy man to upset, so... There you go. Did you upset him? How easy was David Webb to upset, Dave? I was too scared to say anything. <laughs> say David Webb for fear of uh, ending up hanging from a floodlight, which I genuinely believe he could have done if he wanted to. But yeah, I did upset. I did upset Russell Slade. Um, I think I've probably told this story before, but do you remember the sea? It was a 2007 season when we were going for the playoffs, uh, and we played a game at. Oldham, I think, um, when I was covering it for the Western uh, Western Gazette, and I said because we were still we were in the playoffs, but there was a lot of uh, teams moving around us, and I said that at the end of this end of the game, the Oval fans had rushed to their radios to find out how other results had gone. Now we played Scunthorpe, and we did lose at Scunthorpe on the following Friday, and before so it was me, Fatari. And uh, Chris Spittles, I think. No, Fowry was a press officer at the time. Chris yeah. Spittles, maybe Steve Sauer, I can't remember. Chris Spittles was definitely there. Um, and he just bollocked. Before any before any cameras were, he just bollocked me and he said, um, you've got a nerve showing up, haven't you? Um, I can tell you, we're here on merit. We're not here because of what other teams are doing. We're here because we deserve to be here. And it was a disgrace that you said otherwise. Um, you can stay and listen, but you're not asking any questions, he said. And I you said, never told, oh, you never told us that one. Have I never told you that story. No, you've told us Gary Johnson getting cross at you. But he called not... me up. See you next Thursday. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, you've not told us the Russell Slade one. Yeah, he did. That's got, on the side of the picture, a wet scum for after they'd lost 2 0. Um, and uh, yeah, and at the end of it, I did go up to him and say, um, uh, but I think, but, no, no, I, I said, look, Russell. I'm sorry that you took it that way, but that wasn't what I meant. What I meant was blah, 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 blah. Now, this is a very big bald-headed man so um you know you're not gonna uh, no he, he didn't have his hat on like a like a Stereo. angry mr potato where he was so he, his hat wet exactly yeah, yeah yeah with my blood um yeah but yes <laughs> so i did say that to him and i basically think because he was quite all right with it when i when i when i spoke to him afterwards so i think he was just making a point in front of a couple of other people but um but yeah there you go russell slade easy man to upset should we do the quiz yeah, I think so, yeah. Okay, let's do the quiz. You three have got a very good dynamic, you know. All three of you are absolute plebs. Ladies and gentlemen, it's quiz time. And have we got a clash for you? Yes, 
as you would expect. Everybody knows who our reigning champion is. He's been here far too long, if you ask me. But welcome back, Mr. Ian Perkins. Hello. Happy to be back, as always. Absolutely. He says he's happy to be back. But actually, you might note there's a little hint of fear in his voice today because um, outside of the uh, the cider space on uh, ahead of the Avely game last weekend, Perkins got a bit of a two-footed challenge in, in what I can only describe as a WWE-style uh, con- contest challenge from tonight's contender, which is the man who beat him last time he had the crown. Welcome back, Mr. Andrew Cleave. Great to be back. Evening, chaps. And just to clarify, that was fake news. No, I, I, don't, I don't think it is. I think it was a it, it, it was a real mind game player. We're talking, you know, this is pig Fergie Mourinho time, I think. And I, haven't, honest, I haven't slept since Saturday. No, I exactly. did. I did say that I would form an orderly queue in my <laughs> massive thing. Orderly queue. Anyone who knows Clevo will Very know he's tough. never formed an orderly queue in his life. There's a photograph. There's a photograph of you <laughs> racing to the front. I bet, I reckon you knocked toddlers and pensioners <laughs> over on your way down to uh, celebrate. Was it Murphy's goal against Avery? No, it was Jordan Young's. Oh, Jordan Young's, right, of course, yeah. You'll see me running down those stairs as we scored, as the ball hits the back of their net. There you go, when the ball hits the goal. It's not Not quite Usain Bolt style, but... His his challenge came once he'd reached the end of the queue for cider as well, actually. Really? Did he have a drink in his hand? Is that how menacing you are? too. Fake news. There we go, he was laying it on. Well... Okay, so I've had to put together something a little bit special here, um, oh. because because uh, I I know I know we're playing here. Clevo's got his head in his hands. Come on, Clevo, you got you got you got to you got to um, you got to pick up the pace here. Okay, I've done no revision. I've done no revision. No, no revision. <laughs> there is no revision for this, is it? Let's be <laughs> let's be honest. Although I'm gonna say for the first time in Glover's Cast Quiz uh, history, I've not fully written two of these biographies because I am that confident that they're gonna go. Okay. Oh, so, okay. So, all, all I'm going to say to the two of you is be on your marks There's because pressure the, on all three of us here. Well, absolutely. Because <laughs> I might not read them right, <laughs> and uh, and and you might not guess them straight away. But I have got their Wikipedia entries up behind me just in case I have to uh, divert to them. Okay. So, we have a theme. The theme is on the spot. These are Yeovil Town players who, no, not those who have scored from the spot, but those who have saved from the spot. So, are you ready for your first clue? Yes. Are you ready, Clevo? Come on, come on. Yeah, go Eye for it. Tiger. Eye the tiger. Okay, right, let's see how quickly <laughs> these ones go, folks. I was born in Yeovil, Somerset in Chris February. Night- oh, did I tell you, Clevo? He had to be in there quickly. I tell, oh, I, I, I tell, I, I tell you what. I will give you a half point, Cleaver. I will give you a half no, point. No, 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 no. If you can tell no, me, I play the proper game. Well, if you can tell me, I, I, I will give you a uh, a gold star against your name. And if you can tell me what Chris Wales' first competitive penalty save for Yeovil Town was, where was it? In what game? Oh God! All I would say is it is quite a memorable game. The only. Chris Will game I can think of is the one where he scored, but no, not the um, one where uh, he scored. Like I said, All right. I lost my touch. I've been off. I've been off for so long. So. He's been off for too long. He's still warming up, ladies and gentlemen. So okay, then Ian, you can have the gold star if you can say it. I don't. I don't know. 
Okay. Saturday, April the 12th, in a 4-0 win over Doncaster Rovers, a season that we, um, uh, we, the game that we clinched promotion, an 89th minute penalty taken by Paul Barnes, who I think was top scorer in the conference that season. And can I just say, having watched it back on green and white goals, it was the stinker of a penalty. So straight, <laughs> straight down the uh, the keeper straight. But then you see big Jimmy Agri singing wheelie at the uh, from the sidelines with Roy O'Brien. So lovely stuff. Down the right. middle, he didn't move, did he? Let me guess. No, he he, he, he was just uh, he was just there, but uh, he was just in the right place. Okay, right. This one's going to be a little bit more challenging, but on your on on your marks anyway. I was born in Gravesend in Kent in October 1991, and having started my career in the youth setup at Millwall, I signed for Chelsea as a 15 year old. Nathan Baxter. Oh, man. Not Nathan Baxter. No, no. Not Nathan right. Baxter. Okay. Not Nathan Baxter. No. Okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna leave Ian out for two paragraphs of this one, now, <laughs> just because uh, just because I want Cleaver to level this. Right. Okay. No, it's no, 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 no. Listen, my quiz. I make the rules. All right. Okay. <laughs> I, I make the rules up as I go along. Um, <laughs> I signed for Chelsea as a 15-year-old for a £500,000 fee. Whilst in the Blues youth team, I was part of the 2009-2010 FA Youth Cup winning squad. Sam right. Walker. Oh, Sam Walker. He's absolutely right. It is Sam Walker. And I didn't even give him the second paragraph there, did I? So, um, so go on then, Cleaver. Can you name his penalty save? He wasn't with us for that long, so I was surprised. How, no, how... I can't. I, um, my can memory he... isn't that great, but <laughs> okay. Can 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 you remember it, uh, Ian? It was uh, 2011, 2012 season when Gary Johnson had. Uh... Colchester was it? By chat against Colchester. It, it wasn't Colchester because he went on to play for Colchester. That's what um, had me. That was what was in my head. You that's think, what in so. your mind. But I didn't realise this until I read his uh, his Wikipedia. But Gary actually signed him for Northampton. Um, and he played quite a lot of games, but then they lost seven two uh, under Shrewsbury, and uh, Gary um, took a took a long road out uh, or a short walk out, one way or the other, and uh, and then he re-signed for him after Aidy Boothroyd, who took over, uh, sent Walker back to uh, back to Chelsea. But now, can you remember the penalty? Ian? No. <laughs> okay, so it was <laughs> after it all was, that, though. <laughs> it was against uh, MK Dons. And the goal, the, the spot kick taker was one Dean Bowditch. I won their win at MK Don's goal by Gavin Williams. But watching it back on the uh, green and white goals, he almost lets it sneak underneath him. So um, you I'll, need to uh, post these clips after the. I do, I do. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll dig them out if uh, if Chris Angelo will uh, will allow it. Okay, right. If... So I'm not gonna say on this. This decisive one. I'm not going to say my usual intro, which is where they were born and uh, and what year they were born in, because oh, that might that that this might make it last a little bit longer. Okay. <laughs> I started my professional career at Stockport County, but my first senior appearance came on loan at Wigan Athletic. I played in the 1990-91 FA Cup in a third round tie against Coventry City, and ended up joining permanently, but could not hold down a first team spot. And in 1994, I joined then third division Hereford United. After Is it just Tony one... Pennock? 
The answer's Tony Panic. He's absolutely right. Yes, Tony Panic it was. And uh, and given your performance on guessing the penalty, I'll, I'll tell you what it was. So uh, Tony Panic not only scored a penalty in the final game of um, the season that we came out of regional football. Yes, despite what Elliot Watts tells you, we have played in regional football before, so it's not 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 the only uh, the only time. Um, and uh, he then saved a penalty and scored one in a penalty shootout win over West Auckland Town in the away tie. Didn't uh, um, score against Chelsea? Jersey Town, you're right. There you go. I'm going to give you a gold star for that, Cleo. Yeah, I, I know. That, I did know my. That that's he, good knowledge. He didn't. He did. He couldn't remember him, but um, but as well. Four nil win, wasn't it, or something? Four nil. Four nil. It was. Yeah. Yeah. Four that's nil win at home. <laughs> Graham, Graham Roberts proposed to his uh, uh, a lady that will become his wife uh, in the in the penalty area, and she she almost said no. I think according Very to the biography, was only born in eighty seven. So oh, wow, I don't think that counts for anything, Cleo. That's good. No, that's good knowledge for well, someone so young. Clevo, all I can say is you let me down. You bigged yourself up. You told um, me you were gonna. No, you, told, you told me you were gonna thump him, and uh, no, Clevo, thank you for taking part again, mate. And Great thank you. Fake news. The, uh, the 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 challenge goes out to all those people who know their Yeovil Town history. This man has got to be beaten, uh, and I want uh, I want some people to come forward to tell me he's going to beat him. So you should get the uh, Oracle, uh, Mister Dyson. Well, okay. Well, we'll see what we can do about the Oracle and see if we can get him back on. We have had him on before. He's very good at his Q and A. He's not so great on the player histories, but let's see let's see if we can get the Oracle in to take on the uh, the reigning champ. There we go. I just put it out there. You know. There you go. Right. Nigel, Thanks, Cleavo. Thanks, chaps. See you on Saturday, Clevo. Yeah. Well, I'll be my. I'll be. I'll be on my best behaviour. I do promise. <laughs> Cheers, mate. Cheers. Cheers, everyone. And with a quick turn, skipper Alex Dock slams it in. There's Lindergaard making Forest back pedal. Davis looking to help it into the path of Morris, expanding by the deflection. It's Aaron Davis. He could win it. He probably has won it for Yeovil. Oh, and it's an opening goal. What a start. Madden, after just six minutes, gives Yeovil the lead. Stansfield, good turn away from Trott. Goal!